0: Hello, and welcome to the Fauna Paradigm, the redux of the Stolen Our Hearts podcast. I hope you like snakes because that's what this episode's about. This is Nairi speaking, and this is Stolen Our Hearts, the podcast about ferrets and other exotic pets. Today I'm talking to Entropy about ball pythons. If you have a friend who likes pythons or snakes, please invite them to follow the podcast. I've never had a snake before, but one of my childhood friends was a massive snake fan, and he used to let me hold his, I think his were children's pythons and I used to sit with one of his snakes wrapped around my hand while we uh, while we talked or watched TV. It was really fun. So yes, here's Entropy. Hi Entropy, can you tell me about yourself please? Um, Hi, my name's Entropy. I'm from
1: Kentucky which is in the United States of America. You know, don't know where Kentucky is. Yeah, I know you're from Australia. I have a pet ball python. I love her a lot. I have a snake because I'm allergic to pretty much every other animal that exists. So that's always fun. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm a sophomore studying at college. I'm majoring in history and psychology. So
0: that's a lot of work. Yeah, I majored in history too. (laughs) Um, Okay, so... You got the idea to have a snake because you're allergic to all other animals, were there any other animals you mm-hmm. considered?
1: Um, my sister wanted me to consider a lizard just because she doesn't like snakes. I kind of understood that lizards normally have rougher skin in general and I didn't really know much about them so I thought they wouldn't be like as nice to hold or anything as compared to a snake which is a smoother animal. So I went with a snake. I would, you know, now that I know what I do about lizards, I would consider having a lizard. But I'm off in college and they don't allow pets here in the dorm. So my parents are having to look after my snake while I'm here. So I can't really, you know, just get a lizard. That's
0: not really <laughs> practical at the moment. <laughs> Good living in that cupboard behind you. <laughs> yeah, it's a perfect spot. <laughs> I'd love it. Um, um, so what's your snake's name? Uh, Her name is Snackles. (laughs) Snackles. That's cute. Where'd you get that from? I just made it up. (laughs) Um, So she's a ball python. Um, What does that look like for people who haven't seen one? Because I've never seen one. I googled Uh, it. Yeah. Well,
1: The first thing that you should probably know about her is um, she's really tiny, um, just all ball pythons are smaller. A lot of people think of pythons as enormous snakes, and some of them Mm -hmm. can be, but mine, she's about two years old, and she's about from my shoulder down to my hand, which Mm -hmm. isn't, like, tremendously long for a snake. It's probably long for a lizard or something, but, again, Mm -hmm. she's a snake. (laughs) Um, (laughs) She's a python, so there's that. The one I have is called a wild type, which is what you... It's basically the ones that you find in the wild. It sounds like a really cool word, but it just means the default settings. Um, So she's like kind of a beige and a brown. She's got cool little alien spots on her. My mom says I always (laughs) look like E.T. So (laughs) there's that, and she's got little figure eights down her back, and those would help her blend in with her surroundings if she were in a camouflaged area. She doesn't understand she's not in a camouflaged area, so (laughs) she just looks like an idiot sometimes
0: why does she look like an idiot
1: sometimes she thinks she's being sneaky she's like I'm going to sneak over here on this bright red bed sheet and oh I'm going to find some food and I'm just like you know I can see you right and she's like I'm invisible you can't see me I'm camouflaged here
0: I love that Um, do you know why they called a ball python because Um, I don't
1: Oh, because um, whenever they get spooked or something, their defensive mechanism is to curl up into a ball and kind of hide their head and stuff. It's like, if you scare them, I guess they would do that. My snake doesn't really do that because she's pretty cool with people and everything, but like Mm -hmm. out in the wild, they would probably do that a bit more. I know Hmm. over in um, Europe, I think it is, they call them royal pythons because they used to import them and they were considered so docile that the royalty and the nobility would wear them as necklaces around their necks just because they were so chill. And um, so I know they're also called royal pythons.
0: That's great. I love that. (laughs) Um. Oh, um, so you said that she's a wild python. Do you know the difference between... a? what's the other version of a snake oh, of a uh, there's, bull python? there's
1: um there's more than one other version it's more like different scale patterns it's basically oh. the only difference um for the most part i mean it's like dog breeds some type if because mm-hmm. there's so much inbreeding they can have different issues and stuff but for the most part it's just scale patterns so like you could have an albino one and then it's kind of like mm-hmm. cool you could have something called a cloud morph or a banana morph. Um, there, There's a lot of different morphs. It's like, you know, different dogs can have different colors and stuff. Uh-huh. There's so many. I know there's something called a champagne morph, which honestly I can't tell apart from a wild type, except it's a lot more <laughs> pricey. So, yeah. <laughs> I think it's difference. slightly more red or something,
0: but I don't know. Mm, fancy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um... So where did you get your um, Snuckles from?
1: I got her just from a pet store, um, just back where I live in Lexington, um, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: or where I lived before I went to college. I guess I my parents still live there, so I technically have that as my address and everything. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just went to a pet store after you know um, a lot of consideration and everything, and we're like, yes, the snake please and they're like okay get in the box
0: <laughs> is that how you'd recommend getting a snake just going to the pet shop or are there other ways that you can
1: i know um, that a lot of stuff. people will buy them like have them shipped online and stuff and uh, just like from breeder straight from the breeder which might be a little bit cheaper and everything it also like depends on the breeder i guess and everything you'd have to like understand if they're a good breeder or not Whenever I got my snake, she hadn't eaten at all, like, in her life, she didn't understand how to eat, she's just an idiot. And, um, she had pneumonia, which was causing her some problems, and I didn't know anything about snakes, so I didn't know that. I don't blame the workers, because they're probably just like high school summer students, so they probably weren't like experts, but I don't really feel like, you know, she was all that well taken care of, so... I would say either, you know, you can obviously do it that way. I don't think they have the fancier morphs just in the pet store, but if you're just looking for like a wild type, you could absolutely Mm -hmm. get one there on the spot and not have to worry about like being there to pick up the package as soon as it gets to your door. But you might want to have them checked out by a vet if you don't know, like it's a reliable breeder or anything, because they're supposed to only send them out after they've eaten a meal or two, you know, just to make sure that they actually will eat. the vet's like, yeah, this this one's not really been eaten. So, I hadn't,
0: I hadn't never heard of that before, and I'm, I'm not a snake person. How old mm-hmm. are they before they eat?
1: Um, they're supposed to eat like a couple weeks after they hatch, but like, huh. I, I don't know. Like, snakes can go for months without eating, so it was, it wasn't like an incredibly like. You know she hasn't eaten her entire life she's three days old because they normally won't eat after three days yeah don't i don't know exactly what it is for ball pythons compared to like other snakes or Mm. anything don't like cite me on that if you're reading ball
0: pythons but um (laughs)
1: uh, yeah like she's just the vet thinks it had like her pneumonia was interfering with her being able to like breathe properly while she was eating so she wasn't eating because she couldn't breathe so um Again, we don't know for sure. She could have eaten and then it could have just gotten worse and she stopped eating, but the vet said it looked like she had never eaten, so Fun That's lives. crazy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um mm. how old was she when you got it?
1: Um, I don't know. Probably a couple of weeks old. Yeah. Mm. She was tiny. No. Yeah, we took her kind to the substance. vet because I was worried about her not eating. And I saw she had like a little tiny like just a scab on her mouth, and like, maybe that's making her not eat, let's take her to the vet. And I was mm-hmm. at school at the time, so my mom took her to the vet. And the vet's like, how long has she been like this? Because the vet saw her, like, basically struggling to breathe because of the pneumonia. my mom's like, what, oh. that tiny scab there? And the vet's like, no, that's irrelevant. We don't care about the tiny scab at oh. all. That'll just go away. <laughs> you know, she's got pneumonia and she's dying, so we need to take care of that. So, you know, wow. it was, what I'm trying to say is, I didn't know that you are supposed to take a pet in as soon as you got them to get them checked out. I didn't know anything mm-hmm. was wrong. We were just really lucky that she scraped her mouth and got a ouchie so that, you know, we did take her to the vet. That was just, yeah. that was really lucky for everyone.
0: That's really lucky. Yeah. Wow.
1: Uh, if I ever get a snake, I am definitely, you know, just taking them to the vet to get them checked out and everything. Just because just I'm afraid. Them not being okay,
0: yeah, yeah, that's that's not like I wouldn't have even considered mm-hmm. that as being a thing, yeah, but and uh, the... from my
1: understanding that doesn't normally happen. I don't want to like freak anybody out. yeah, it's just. <laughs> You know we're learning about in psychology with my classes and stuff that personal experiences substitute statistical probability so like in my mm-hmm. mind there's a hundred percent chance that it'll be a six snake so you should yep. always take it to the vet or else you know, it's probably a very low statistic but
0: you
1: know, it's not like your brain actually cares about statistics so that's fine
0: yeah totally you can be listening to this and learn all about it from you and then yeah yeah <laughs> um so what do they eat when they're so small like they don't be like what hand length when you get her or bigger um
1: yeah i think it was hand slightly tiny, hand so. length yeah i have <laughs> smallish hands um so they eat like infant mice i only ever fed her okay. frozen thawed mice which she didn't mm-hmm. eat uh, the first meal she ever ate was actually there was a reptile expo through so we got some um living infant mice and she actually Mm -hmm. ate one of those which was really nice because she just wasn't recognizing anything else as food but Mm -hmm. for like frozen thawed the vet had to actually you know force feed her a couple times and then teach her what food was and get her to recognize (laughs) it so you know that was lots of fun but I wasn't there for that but um yeah like really tiny baby mice again Mm -hmm. I buy them frozen thawed I wouldn't feed on her anything besides a Infant mouse that can't do anything because the mice would actually probably win in a fight because your ball python is just looking for its meal But it's been already well fed and the mm-hmm. mouse or the rat is actually looking to survive. So um, yeah That my snakes an idiot, so I wouldn't trust her to win a fight <laughs> um, Like I know Some people, I looked it up whenever I was, you know, getting ready to get a snake and everything. I was Mm -hmm. like, what should I feed her? Some people were like, feed them, cut up pieces of baby rats, because sometimes they'll have a hard time transitioning from mice to rats, because mice are tastier, but when they get Mm -hmm. bigger, you want them to eat rats. That's tastier. Wow, okay. Yeah. The more you know, (laughs) I, I don't think that was from personal experience, but... I hope not. I don't know what article I was reading.
0: Uh, <laughs> snake reviews. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I went with the mice because I just wanted her to eat anything. And I'm like, yeah. the mice are going to be tastier, she'll probably eat those, you know, more. Maybe rats <laughs> are a lot bigger. I didn't like the idea of having to cut one up for her. Mm-hmm. So I only went with the mice. And my snake transitioned to rats just fine. I'm like, She kind of, like, struck at it the first time I gave her rat. And then she was like kind of jumped back in but like oh what was that and then she just ate it anyways so mm-hmm. she did fine she was like this is food i'm not as happy but it's food <laughs> she's a glutton
0: now she loves to eat <laughs> so is it now like um full-size rats or still baby rats
1: um we just got her up to um the full-size rats mm-hmm. there are probably some like larger rats that are for larger types of snakes so she's doing the biggest size that she will ever eat um mm-hmm. But, like, you know, some people are like, I have a different type of python that grows up to be nine feet in length. It will not eat these, you know, rats that will be yeah. super tiny for it. Yeah. But, you know, she's eating full-size rats at the moment.
0: It's pretty funny. I just did an interview with someone who has pet rats. I'm just like, oh, Aww. this is oh great. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all right. I mean, my ferrets eat um, meat, too. So it's just like, yeah, yeah this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, do you know if ball pythons are available all over the world or is it more just a American thing or where are they originally from
1: well they're originally from Africa so okay. like I looked it up because I was kind of curious they're kind of along the um, like kind of sub-Saharan Africa I guess you would say and especially along the Rift Valley so that's pretty cool Um mm-hmm. I know that um, they're considered so docile that if the people that live there, or I think it was just I used this when I was trying to convince my parents to let me get a snake in the first mm-hmm. place. But I know that there's like one group of people that if they find one that's dead, they'll just bury it because they're so docile. They were like, "Oh, that was like a friend," you know. Aww. So yeah. So I know that's kind of where they're native to and how they're seen. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're seen as
0: pets as well
1: or not mm-hmm. in Africa.
0: Yeah, Pest control, at least.
1: Yeah. I, um, I know they used to be a thing in Europe, I think they still probably are, but you know, I was talking mm-hmm. about the royal people wearing them around their necks, so I yeah. would be surprised if they you know didn't have all pythons over in Europe anymore. Um, yeah. I know they're gaining popularity just as a pet snake because they're so cute. Um,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, around here children's pythons seem to be the thing. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know much about them. Um, Yeah, the the shipping thing. I have to go back to that. Are they literally just shipping them in a box, like, Um, to people's houses? Normally, there's a box (laughs)
1: with, like, some insulation and stuff, and then they're in a container wrapped in insulation in a box. (laughs) I've never gotten one like that. I've only seen, like, people making videos like, yeah, I just got a snake in the mail. And I'm like, I could not imagine shipping a snake in the mail. But, you know.
0: No. I mean, my maybe partner. she,
1: maybe my python got shipped like that to the pet store. I have no idea maybe. what she
0: went through. Yeah, my partner and I have got this um, – we heard this story where in the past people used to ship hamsters in the mail and they'd put it in a, a coffee tin with a potato and just be like, off you go, hamster, or guinea pig maybe it was, but that's just how they'd ship it and it's like, this is your snack, bye. And so we've sort of got a joke now about like – if our pets are annoying us, we'll ship you off somewhere with a potato, like oh no <laughs> it's like you don't even need a potatoes, ferret but <laughs> so, yeah, that's a bit disturbing <laughs> the shipping a snake um yeah I wonder how they feel about that but, okay I, I don't know. <laughs> this should be fine probably fine, if eggs are not doing it yeah. yeah I mean, assuming, um, like,
1: the people aren't, like tossing the boxes up into the air and catching them, because that
0: would I hope not. probably upset the snake. I hope it's snake. like special courier or something. but um, I hope. Hmm, I guess I'll find out one day. Um, so, they're living in Africa as their natural habitat. What mm-hmm. is your home habitat like for her?
1: Um. Well, one of the good things about ball pythons is that they have like a pretty wide Habitat that they have in mm-hmm. Africa so they can live up in like the drier parts and they can live up in like um, more humid areas and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's not like there's one region that they can live in. So it's a pretty hardy snake to have. Mm-hmm. My home setup for her involves a, um, like basically a carpet mat that, you know, I have two of them. I'll swap them out like as I clean her geranium and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's got that. She's got a little hide, like just a cave for her to run mm-hmm. inside. Uh, ball pythons can sleep up to 23 hours a day so she spends pretty much all of her time in there
0: um mm-hmm.
1: it's kind of between the heat lamp and her nighttime heat lamp which are both on top of the t- terranium they're different ones mm-hmm. um so it's kind of between them and it's wide enough that she can shift to whichever side she feels more comfortable on so if she's like it's a bit cold tonight i'm going to go over under the heat side or you know mm-hmm. it's pretty hot i'm going to go to the cool side she can do that I have a second hide in there but she never uses it um -hmm. i don't really know why i have different things that i've put in and swapped out over time like i um had a log in there that she used to like she used to be able to like go up on it and stuff and Mm -hmm. then i recently tried we're trying to like increase the humidity because her pneumonia left her with a problem with her lungs, where she was absolutely fine, she just needs stuff to be a bit more humid, she can have a hard time shedding sometimes, so, Mm -hmm. but it's nothing that, like, I could just give her a bath and she's fine, but, you know, just in general to make her more comfortable, we've got, like, a humidifier and stuff, but, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I got some coconut fiber bedding, because I thought, Mm -hmm. hey, she might like this. I think she was allergic to it because she got like a bit of a runny nose and stuff. We took it out and she was fine. But she decided she really <laughs> wanted to burrow in it. And so she starts like sticking her face under not only just the bedding, but she went under everything. So whenever uh-huh. I took it out, she's like, well, where did my burrowing stuff go? So she decided to burrow under the log. She doesn't fit under her log, but her <laughs> nose does. And her-, her role is if her nose fits somewhere, the rest of her has to fit, even though her face is not the whitest part of her so she got stuck. She gets stuck a lot. Um, she's really not the smartest. <laughs> I love her but she's an idiot. So um, I had to take out the log. She has lost her log privileges.
0: <laughs> Does she come out to, um, I'll say, play or explore? To play?
1: Um, I will get her out or she'll get out. when Normally whenever she wants out, she wants out to explore, to look for food. Mm-hmm. like it's pretty much the only reason that she ever asks out she'll come out of her hide to get some water but then she'll normally just go back to bed or decide she wants to go looking for food Mm. um i'll have her out like around my neck or just kind of out on my bed just you know a flat surface where i can watch where she's going Mm. because she's a pretty tiny thing so it's plenty of space for her to run around and she'll just crawl around there and look for food and there's no food on my bed but you know Yep. I guess it's kind of her version of playing but
0: yeah living outside Mm -hmm. of a cage I guess Mm. (laughs) um how long do ball pythons live for
1: um they can live like 20 to 40 years so Mm -hmm. it's pretty long for a snake I guess
0: yeah so what's your plan there Um, um
1: but hopefully I'm going to be able to get an apartment that allows, mm-hmm. like, pets and stuff after I finish up college and just kind of have mm-hmm. her hanging. She only eats once a week, so it's not too expensive to feed her and everything.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, would you get, like, a bigger terrarium or make a special snake room or something like that? or?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I... Um, I always thought I would just bring the terrarium that I have down to Murray Mm because I'm actually hoping to get an apartment this summer because Murray has a, uh, Murray's the college I go to, it has Mm -hmm. a two, it's also the name of the city, so I'm going to probably use them interchangeably, but it has a two-year housing requirement, Um, so I'm finishing up my second year. I'm not finishing it up, but like I'm starting my second year here, and so after this year, I'm going to hopefully get an apartment because those are going to be a mm-hmm. lot cheaper and then I can have my snake. But my parents are talking and they're like, yeah, what if you just bought a terrarium down there and made a whole new setup and everything? And then, you know, whenever that's you come easy. to visit us, you could just have a place to put your snake. And I'm like, that's a good idea.
0: Mm. You know, very so. accommodating.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was, um, I haven't really given it much thought. I was planning on just using the same one and bringing it down, mm-hmm. but they want me to set up a new one. So that's probably a better idea because it's like a big glass box that mm-hmm. probably won't ship well.
0: Probably yeah. not. It's hard to move too. Mm. Yeah. That's weird about the housing requirement thing, but <laughs> we don't have that here, so hard. Um. Okay, Um, you have your parents to look after your uh, snake if you're, uh, you have your family to look after your snake if you're away. Um, Mm -hmm. What would you do in the future if you travelled, if you went on holiday somewhere, vacation?
1: Um, I honestly don't know what all I would do. Um, Snake babysitter? Maybe, I don't know of any. I have a friend... Uh, who's in a D&D campaign, who's a veterinary major, so, like, he likes lizards and stuff, I would probably say, hey, would you, like, feed my snake once a week? <laughs> and I hope he'd be around to feed her because, you know, I don't really have any plans.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, the past two years that you've had her, it's not like we've been able to go anywhere, so <laughs> <That's pretty laughs> don't really true. have to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I know this is a question that lots of people will want to know how do you know your snake is a girl or did they sex it for you at the shop um
1: i asked the vet they sexed it for Mm -hmm. me at the vet instead of the Mm -hmm. shop there Mm -hmm. yeah
0: do you know how they do it
1: um i'm not sure i know there's more than one way in the best like i'm not comfortable doing it this one way so i'm going to do it the other way and i'm like "Okay, okay you do that whatever uh, I know we assume she was a girl before, because mm-hmm. um, she was like the odd one of the clutch, like a clutch is like the litter of snakes, I guess, mm-hmm. and uh, just like a bunch of eggs. So like yep. she was like, there's like one that's like, instead of just wanting to ball up and stuff, she was like, I'm going to fight everybody and everything. Yep. And so basically whenever you get one like that, you just put your hand over their head and you go, shut up, I know you're, I know you're just faking it. And they're like, oh, you called my bluff. Oh, no, I'm, I'm a passive snake now. And so I did that. But typically the ones that are more aggressive tend to be female, so we kind of just assume she was a girl. Uh-huh. And then the vet's like, oh, she's a girl. And we're like, okay. Yeah,
0: yep. uh-huh. not a big surprise. Mm-hmm. Do, they, um, do they lay eggs when they haven't mated, or are they just... I think um, it's
1: just if they mate.
0: Yep. Yeah. Not like chickens. Yep.
1: No. <laughs> I remember um, that... Um, she, I hadn't read anything about ball pythons that would actually try and bite people and stuff and um, so I was kind of like no there's no way that this snake act- I couldn't really see her because she was up on the top whenever mm-hmm. like the top of the display of the reptiles and stuff at the pet store so I'm like there's no way she's actually doing that so I hadn't really seen this particular one like I had held a different ball python but that one got sold and I remember whenever they went to put her in the box she decided she wanted to attack the box and so the person actually just held the box there and she kept Lunging forward at the box and coming back, but she always scooted a little <laughs> bit forward, so she just scooted herself into the box whenever I bar. <laughs> and she was just, she was just that angry at the world. Which well, I mean, she was sick, so she wasn't feeling good or anything. So mm. that, you know, that's probably a part of why she's like a lot more docile. Than I was because she's not upset so much, but yeah, totally. Mm. Yeah, I just remember her scooting herself into the box and like, well, that works.
0: <laughs> is, that why you, is that why you chose her? Because she was more active than the others? or? Um,
1: um, no, they only had one ball python at a time. Oh. There was a different one that I was going to get at this pet store, but I guess she got sold or something. Mm-hmm. I say she, I don't know its gender. Um, yep. Yeah, but like they only had like, one at a time. So I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm here for the, you know, ball python. And they're like, Okay, it's angry here it goes. i like, oh, thanks. I read that these were very passive snakes. What is this? I Like, and it's like, sometimes they get angry, and I'm like, oh, no. Sometimes they're just bored, like, ready to throw the world into endless a- anarchy. They're the ones that are, you know, fated to eat the sun and send us all into eternal darkness. I'm like, oh, great. I love snakes. I'm making that all up. I don't, I haven't read a single source that says, I mean, you know, outside of, like, Egyptian mythology, that says that they want to eat mm. the sun, Egyptian mythology, Greek mythology. She did try and eat her heat lamp once, so I know she wants to eat <laughs> the sun, but I'm not going to let her,
0: she's too small. Yeah, definitely too small wouldn't fit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, she would try though,
1: she's yeah. not the smartest, <laughs> she's really not the
0: smartest. Is that normal for snakes to not be very smart? Um, in my experience,
1: like, and when I say in my experience, I mean from what mm-hmm. I've seen online, it has, yeah, generally they're just not the smartest. Um, I don't know if anything happened because of her pneumonia, if like it affected her development or anything, because I don't really know anything about that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, snakes aren't like. She's got a really tiny head. It's about the size of, like, uh, the top half of your thumb, I would guess. And so she wow. doesn't have any room for a brain in there. Most of her head is True. used for, like, mouth to eat. So <laughs> she's basically there's, – there's no brain. Her head's just empty.
0: Oh. So do, just... you, do you think she likes you? Um, That's a question that lots of people have about snakes, um, yeah. about their emotional lives. I mean –
1: I hope she likes me. I know she likes yep. it whenever I'm here because, like, sometimes I walk into my room where I keep her, and then she'll mm-hmm. look at me, and this is generally if she's wanting to get out. She'll look at me, and then she'll look up at the, like, roof of her <laughs> terrarium and she's like, hey, you, open that. I need out. So, like, yep. she definitely understands that I, you know, enable her to run mm-hmm. around looking for food. Um, yeah. Yeah, I got back from college, and she was like, I don't want to say she was licking me all over because it's not like a dog it was it's how they smell so she was sticking her yeah she was sniffing me but Mm. so she definitely like recognizes me and stuff and understands that
0: i let her out of her terrarium Mm -hmm. um and that you bring the food yes i bring the food (laughs) yeah yeah so it sounds like she um has an affinity for you at the very least.
1: <laughs> yeah, she also, um, she also, like, is always. This is. She doesn't like to act like a regular ball python. She absolutely mm-hmm. loves hanging out with people. I mean, oh, now that now that she's not attacking people, she loves to hang out yep. with them. So, mm-hmm. like, I'll have friends over and she'll be like, I need to smell them instead of, you know, multiple pythons, from what I've heard, are like, oh no, it's another person. I'm so shy. But she's like, I need to smell every single scent on their body. And. Mm-hmm. My little sister doesn't like snakes, so she refuses to touch Snickles, but mm-hmm. Snickles is, like, just as earnestly snipping my little sister, because that's a new sin, where I was like, my mom, who's been with her while I was in college, mm-hmm. she doesn't, like, sniff my mom so much, because she's like, I know what that one is, you, I <laughs> remember you, but this one, here's the mystery, <laughs> I want to know what all is going on over there. <laughs> Maybe it's got rats up its sleeves or something. Who knows? Oh, probably, definitely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so in the future, would you get another snake and would it be a bull python if you were getting another snake?
1: Um, in, I If I got a, another pet in the future, it probably would be a snake just because mm-hmm. I like them a lot. I don't think I'd get a ball python because I already have a ball python. I Mm love my ball python to death, but I'd probably like a bit more variety. I don't want to be someone who's like, I have 50 of the same snake. Um, (laughs) uh, So I'd probably, I'd like to go for like a bigger snake maybe, just Mm because I feel like they could be fun. But I also know you're not supposed to handle those alone, and I don't really, you know, have anyone I'd be sharing my apartment with. So Mm -hmm. um, that'd probably be a problem. I also don't know, like, if the apartments are like, yeah, you can have a snake, but just don't have like a ten-foot python or anything. You're like, oh, there go my plans, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. Like in my experience, if they're in a um, in a cage and not smelly, then landlords don't seem to mind too much. Like you can ask them. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're not bother to anyone. Usually, unless you get the anaconda that you have your eye on Mm. (laughs) um oh backtracking a bit uh when she was grumpy Mm -hmm. was she bitey um it was more
1: bluff strikes like i don't think she would Mm. actually try and bite us because the thing about her is she doesn't have any teeth i was trying to feed her once and she missed the rat it wasn't like she intentionally bit me. It was her legit being an idiot and being mm-hmm. like, "I can't aim, where I'm throwing my face." What is this? <laughs> this isn't a rat. So it wasn't <laughs> on purpose. It didn't hurt at all. So I think she kind of knows she's absolutely powerless in everything, and that's why you can like call mm-hmm. their bluff so well, and they understand. Oh, this person knows I can't hurt them. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, I yeah. So I don't think she was actually trying to bite anyone because. She, then it would reveal that it doesn't do any damage. I think she's just trying to be like, mm. Oh, I'm a big snake. You don't want to mess with me. I might be venomous or something. And then, you know, if she actually bites someone, they're going to be like, You're not venomous. So she doesn't want to reveal how weak she is. Hmm. So that's my take on it. You have to remember yeah, her brain's sense. very small. And she probably can't like, I don't know if she understands any of that or if she's actually trying to bite everyone. She's just horrible at it she might have just been missing she could just be like
0: she could just be annoyed. die
1: <laughs> tried to bite me she tried to bite her heat lamp a lot um cause it was very upsetting uh, snakes oh. can see like heat signatures and stuff and so I think she thought that was like another living creature and so mm-hmm. she's like I think, I don't know if she thinks that anymore, but sometimes after I just feed her and she still smells food, I'm moving her back to our terrarium because I have a box I feed her in so she doesn't get into, like, food mode whenever I just have her out.
0: Oh, or, like, yeah. Like, whenever
1: I'm picking her up or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, the vet said this might actually help her, encourage her to eat and everything. I think she'd eat just fine, like, anywhere else because she's a glutton. But, like, you know, whenever we're getting her started and stuff, we had a food box and we still do. Um Makes sense. Yeah, but whenever I'm moving her back to her terrarium, I have to basically get her head in a paper towel tube. She loves paper towel tubes. They're, you know, like, they're snake-shaped. And so I'll be like, hey, get in the paper towel tube so that she won't curl up and strike, you know, how they have to kind of bend their neck to strike. So she Mm -hmm. won't curl up and strike her heat lamp because it's moving from her point of view because she's the one that's moving. Yeah, it's moving, and it smells like rat, because that's how I heat up the rats. I just stick them on the heat lamp, and it's got a <laughs> heat signature, so that's that's the food right there. She still smells it. She's like, I smell food. She just ate the food, but... Yeah, mm-hmm. so... That can be a, a bit... She'll try and eat her heat lamps. She's an oh. idiot.
0: And I love her. <laughs> but... So, I didn't know she didn't have any teeth. I I thought the python's... Did have teeth? They just um, they they do venomous. have
1: they do have teeth. They're like the teeth that you find in frogs or in like fish, oh. uh, where they're just more backwards spacing things that keep mm-hmm. stuff from coming out of their mouth. So like if you if they bit a rat and the rat tries to run away, it just kind of hooks mm-hmm. onto them and keeps them from coming out. She can basically open up her mouth and let go. Like whenever she bit me, she's like, "That's not my food," and she immediately oh, let that's go. Good. So
0: yeah, okay, they can let um. go. That's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, (laughs) whenever I,
1: um, one time she missed her rat and she got a towel because I was feeding her on a towel and she decided Mm -hmm. she wanted to eat the towel because the towel was now the rat. And so she pulls up to try and strangle the towel and she's (laughs) like, No, this is my towel, you can't take it. And like, I didn't want to pull too hard on the towel because I knew that I might accidentally hurt her teeth. I'm not uh-huh. saying that, like, I knew it, like, I knew it from a, um, a perspective where I had researched, hey, can this actually hurt uh-huh. while Python I think I just didn't want to hurt her teeth, and, like, I could yep. feel that she was actually hooked onto the towel. I eventually did get her to let go, she was like, oh, this isn't worth it anymore, but it took a really long time, and then I had to heat up the rat again, but, yeah, I just uh-huh. reheated it, I'm like, here's your rat, you don't get a towel to eat on this time, so <laughs> I don't feed her on a towel anymore, um, hmm. but, yeah, her teeth, I... They don't do any damage, but they are technically teeth.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, what health dangers are there for snakes or for ball pythons that you know of, other than pneumonia? <laughs>
1: um, I know like you can have them not be warm enough and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you can have them with too low humidity, you could also have them with too high humidity. Uh, mm. I know if there's, like, too much water on the ground for a long enough time, they can, like, get mold on their scales and stuff, and they'll oh. start to rot. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, so that's that's not fun. Like, I'll give my snakes baths, which is just, like, a thing of hot water, but that's, like, yeah. 30 minutes to an hour maximum. It's not like, mm-hmm. you know, she's just out in the foot all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's... Yeah. I'm Actually, sure there's some it. more that can go wrong. I think there's something about like a lack of UV or something. Like you know, you have mm-hmm. to use the UV heat lamps instead of like a regular heat. Not a heat yep. lamp, but like a bulb and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm not an expert in all that. I just like looked up how to get a setup and I yeah. set stuff up.
0: Hmm. Um, and this is just um, for my own interest, I suppose. Um, <laughs> is it true that if a vet operates on a snake or i guess it gets a big cut would it mess up their shedding like is that a thing i heard a story i
1: wouldn't be surprised if that were the case i know that um shedding can like help them and everything um sometimes my snake shed kind of gets snagged just along her anal plate which is like Mm -hmm. kind of the only opening she really has to deal with as she goes along besides her face and like it can bleed a bit just like Cause it gets pulled, but it's nothing, like it's not anything bad. It's just like something that happens sometimes, mm-hmm. and um, it freaked me out the first time it happened. I looked at it up and I'm like, oh yeah, that can be normal and stuff. And mm-hmm. so, I wouldn't be surprised if like there was an issue where their shed got caught on that thing. But also, hopefully the vet would, you know, let them heal up and stuff, you know, like sew it back together or something.
0: I also oh know, yeah yeah I mean the stitches yeah. like the scar.
1: Yeah, I would hope yeah. so. Um, I had a um, a music teacher, not like a private music teacher, I had a mm-hmm. music teacher in my high school who did like choir and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. um, which was required for everybody, I'm not a choir kid. But they she had a ball python, and so we would talk about ball pythons and stuff, and she kept telling me that a sign of a ball python having good health is if the shed comes off all in one piece. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just easy peasy. And, of course, I'm there with the ball python who's long got <laughs> scarred from her pneumonia, so her shed never comes off in one piece. And I'm like, okay, I'll keep that in mind. But I already know, you know, that's not really happening to my snake, um, you know. So um, it wouldn't surprise me if a ball python had trouble shedding after a major surgery because of the extra stress or because it wasn't healthy recently. And, you know, that would mm. also influence it besides the scar itself.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah that would make
0: sense as well Mm -hmm. yeah and I
1: don't know how true this is I heard it from my choir teacher so uh (laughs) you know keep keep in mind that I'm I'm not a primary source on any of this I don't know much about snakes besides what I needed to learn for my snake
0: no but it's really interesting for me because I don't know much about them at all I just had a friend who had some snakes and Mm -hmm. um hold them occasionally and that's about my experience. So mm-hmm. yeah, I just like hearing that. That's an experience so. you can have with the snake is that's holding really good. it. Um suppose last question. Do you have any media with snakes in it that you'd recommend or that you know of? Um well, I am always
1: looking out for good role models for my snake. Um, mm. which sounds a bit weird, and it's more of me just being like, I like snakes personally, so I'm like, oh, there's a snake in the media. I'm going to show that to my snake as a joke and be like, Snuckles, <laughs> this is you. Um, so, um, whenever I first read this question, when you sent it to me, I was like, well, there's Harry Potter, which has got a snake in it. Um, yes. You know, something got for Snuckles to look snakes. up to,
0: definitely. Yeah, I'm, yes. I'm
1: not sure. Show- the snake gets beheaded. That's not something for her to look up to. <laughs>
0: poor snake huge come on uh, grow (laughs) grow
1: go Snuggles this is you Um, I showed that I did actually watch with her mainly because I don't think my parents would like it like you know we watched Jerry Potter me and my parents together but I Mm. watched this one in my room with my snake was Good Omens because one of the Mm. main characters in that one is actually a snake he was a snake yes yeah and so, uh-huh. I'm like Snuckles, look, this is you. And whenever the character was on screen, Snuckles actually kind of got interested in him. She'd be like, "Ooh, what is that?" But I could tell just because I've been around her, I kind of understand. Like, you know, she was actually looking at him like he was a piece of food and trying to figure out if she could eat him. So, I'm like Snuckles. I think no. many
0: people look at him like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, David Tennant. No, <laughs> uh, that's fair, but. <laughs> a
0: snake. Um, oh. I love those books as well. They're so good. Mm. I mean, it was so good. There's only one. But,
1: yes. Yeah, so watch that. I showed her the Loki series recently, but I'm like, Snuckles, please don't fall in love with yourself. That's a bad role model. (laughs) Snuckles, no. (laughs) Snuckles, you're not allowed to watch this anymore. You know, because he's a snake sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. So I try to show her media with snakes in it. And I don't Mm. think she cares most of the time. She's out looking for rats. Um, (laughs) She's like, I see you watching that show, but I'm going to go climb on this bookshelf in case there are rats hiding between the pages. I'm (laughs) like, okay, Snake, you do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: I was just thinking it's like, it'd be funny if you were showing her like um, a snake dating site or something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that would
1: be funny. I drew a picture of her and the um, character in the Good Omen show, that's the snake, oh, yeah. and I showed it to her. I'm like, hey Snuggles, look, it's you and your favorite character, and because I drew it on a touchscreen, screen, I, I, I made a new layer, and I'm like, I'm going to let her draw on and see what she likes. The first thing she did was put a giant X over the picture. No, oh, I didn't okay. like it.
0: <laughs> she no, didn't like it at all. No fan out of me, please. <laughs>
1: I think she was honestly just trying to crawl over it to get over the iPad to look for rats, because that's, like, the one thing she actually has on her mind. It's her one <laughs> brain cells devoted to finding food. Um, but it was just kind of like, she just made a giant X over like, that picture. I'm like, well, wow, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I love it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if you get a snake, be wary around touchscreens, I guess, because... I know. Again, I made it on a new layer, so I'm not sure if you're aware of that's how right. layer works and stuff. But basically, it didn't affect anything I'd already done. So. Mm-hmm. I kept it with a giant X. That's the final touch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a giant X. I love it. I really do. Now I'm thinking about snake art and like what you could do with finger paint. But mm. hmm. snakes don't have fingers. <sighs> no, that's the problem.
1: I had a. <laughs> I had one, like, thing also on that, uh, touchpad where I would just, like, let her kind of not slow that around so much because she was too long, it counted as, like, two fingers or something, I don't know mm-hmm. how well I was trying to register a long snake, yep. but I had one where I was basically let her, like, flop around on it and draw, and it's just a bunch of lines
0: of her trying mm-hmm. to run off to look for rats, cause she doesn't care about <laughs> art, um, that's the name, that's the title of the art piece. it's just rats. Rats you know, looking for <laughs> <Yeah>. rats. <laughs> the search
1: continues <laughs> I'd be like, hey, you want to draw off this color here here pick color snickles and you just kind of bop one and then just go off looking for rats. <laughs> right, there she
0: goes. I actually really like that. You could probably sell that. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, that's your new side gig, snake art. Snake art. <laughs> snake art.
1: Yes. Yeah. I think it might be cooler if I like just kind of dipped her in like paint, obviously like you know. Safe paint, paint that's, yes. Yeah. Just kind of let her slither around a canvas so that it's not like registering as, trying to register as a pencil on yes. one point it could actually have like, you know, snake. Mm. it probably look a bit better because it doesn't look very good. Her art
0: sucks. <laughs> That's very judgmental.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's almost like she was completely distracted by looking for something else.
0: Oh, what could it be? (laughs) Tasty mice, because she wants that now. Probably. Mm. She probably wants Um,
1: mice at this very moment, because she always wants
0: mm. mice. Yes. The tastier option. Mm -hmm. The snake taste testing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I do wonder about that. How they knew? I guess it was just my snake prefers mice over rats. But mm. I think it
1: was more. I don't know if it was mice actually taste better than rats, or if they assumed that because some snakes had a hard time adjusting from one food source to another after like exclusively having one. But the article I read it said like mice taste better than rats to snakes, and so they said it as a very definitive thing. Like mm. you know, you could argue, well, maybe that's not the case, but. The way they say it, it was mice are tasty. (laughs) You should eat mice. Maybe they are the mice. The frozen mice I buy say on the box not safe for human consumption. So like, don't buy mice from pet stores. Uh, Ah, yeah. I'm sorry, but you can't do that. (laughs) I know you really, really want to, but you can't. I do.
0: I want to do the taste test. (laughs) No. No. No (laughs) way. I'll get the ferrets to do the taste testing for me. Which one would you prefer? There you go. <laughs> uh, the when you feed ferrets my ferrets, rats and mice, you have to sort of disembowel them first. Or else not the ferrets, the rats or the mice. <laughs> um <laughs> no. or else they're just like they need it opened like a small child like needs the straw put in the in the drink. <laughs> um they need it sliced or else doesn't oh, yeah. they're not interested. Mine aren't anyway. Mm-hmm. Um do you have any questions for me? Yeah.
1: No. Oh well, um I was going to say Did that I have to? my snake of uh, my snake like I just lost my train of thought. I was going to say something. Saying so- oh, yeah. Sometimes my snake, whenever I feed her, she tries to eat it sideways. and like, She can only really uh-huh. eat it head first. That's the only way it really uh-huh. works. But sometimes she'll try and eat it like, long ways or try and eat it back and her face gets stuck between its legs or a leg and a tail. And she's like, why is it not going further inside of my mouth? What is this? Why is it not working? She's got, like, no brain. <laughs> she'll just get stuck sometimes trying to eat it and it doesn't work.
0: Do you then have uh, to sort of pull it out and retry, or does she just, sort it out herself?
1: I She either sorts it out herself, or she gives up and just leaves it on there, which I'll heat it up again, and then yep. feed it like, oh look, a whole new rat has a penis, and she'll be like, oh wow, really? <laughs> that looks tasty! <laughs> I'm like, it's totally not slobbered on or anything, you know?
0: <laughs> totally do not, I, already killed. Do snakes have slobber?
1: Oh, they do, because I have huh. had rats that I didn't really think that they did, and then I get yeah, a rat that's like all slobbered on that she couldn't figure out how to turn around the right way and I'm like oh no I'll pick this up with the snake feeding tongs yeah. I know some people don't feel like they don't need to use snake feeding tongs because they're like I'm not afraid of my snake biting me it's not that I'm afraid of her biting me it's that like she would get confused and think my hand is a part of the rat and go for that mm-hmm. too she, she's just stupid it's not like I'm not worried about her biting me I'm just yeah. I don't trust her <laughs> to figure out <laughs> Like, I know it's not going to hurt, but I don't want her to, like, I don't want to get in, like, an hour-long battle of her trying to eat my hand.
0: Because <laughs> she's stupid. You know? I don't have time for that. No, no one has time for that. <laughs> uh, so, did you have any questions for me? Um, oh, Not really. That's fine. okay um anything else you'd like to say about snakes or anything
1: i suppose one thing that is pretty cool that a lot of people don't know is that um, they go blind right before they shed Uh, oh so like their eyes get all cloudy blue and everything so um yeah that's that's pretty much something that happens they don't really like my snake is absolutely fine eating when she's completely blind. Mm-hmm. One time I had her out when she was, like, can't see at all. Her eyes the bluest uh-huh. blue they ever get. And she still sticks her head up in the air to just kind of, like, look around for food and stuff. I'm like, Snuckles, you can't see. What are you doing? And she's like, I'm looking for rats. I need to find the rats. <laughs> it's like, you're, you can't see anything. What? How is that helping? You? And I think she was just doing it out of habit. <laughs> Probably, (laughs) Yeah, but like sometimes I was talking to some coworkers or something like, oh, how's your snake? Because, you know, it's a snake. And I'd be like, oh, she's blind at the moment, so she's kind of grumpy. And they'd be like, what? She's blind? Because I I forget some people don't really know that snakes go blind. So I'm like, it's not a bad thing. She's just grumpy. And when I say grumpy, it's not grumpy as in she attacks everything. It's grumpy as in she just doesn't want to be out. She just wants to kind of curl up and take a nap, you know.
0: Yeah, it would be safer to do that anyway in the wild. Mm. Definitely, yeah. Hmm. No, I mean, that I've been saying that a lot <laughs> this episode, <laughs> but that makes sense. because, Yeah, yeah like, because their eyes shed too, don't they? hmm they, Is they've
1: that got the shedding? S- they've got scales over their eyes, so those scales, right. whenever they detach, like, Snakes, I know snake oil is like something that people are like, oh, they're selling snake oil because snakes don't have oil, but snakes do produce <laughs> oil when they shed. It helps them get their skin off, and that's why taking a right. bath or, or like a soak is so effective, is because you know, oil and water makes it slide off really easily. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, whenever their body's producing that oil, a couple days before they go in to shed it, like creates a film between their skin and their like, I am whatever, earth, their new skin and their old skin, I guess, and so mm-hmm. they go blind for it. A couple days Hmm. yeah
0: and some snakes refuse
1: yeah some snakes get real grumpy and refuse to eat again my snake now that she knows what food is she is a glutton
0: and she Mm -hmm. will eat whatever I give her so yeah Mm. she could smell the food right if you
1: yes she can she can also um see heat signatures and stuff so Mm. like she can tell oh that's hot so it's not like she's completely helpless it's just some of them are just like i'm so stressed that i can't handle a meal you know so Mm. they just don't eat and it only lasts a couple days so they probably eat after they
0: shed yeah Mm -hmm. i like it yeah (laughs) okay um I think that's probably about as many questions as I actually have and have time for as well. <laughs> um, okay. So thanks so much for allowing me to interview today. Yeah,
1: thanks so. for um, talking about my snake. I love talking about
0: her. Yeah, well, I was very interested. Um, hopefully everyone else is too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, um, thank you very much. Uh, do you want to say goodbye to people? and I'll ever- uh, Okay. Session? goodbye (laughs) thank you very much Uh, thank you wow thanks for that entropy um i genuinely had a fantastic conversation there um it's really nice it's really nice talking about different pets Uh, just a little p.s though uh i did some research after the end of the episode um i like to go into episodes about animals I don't know about blind so that um, my questions are genuine. Um, And I found out when I came to do the actual research afterwards because I was just interested that ball pythons are actually one of the illegal species in Australia um, because they probably go completely crazy in our ecosystem. So yeah, uh, they cannot be imported to Australia. So this is more of an episode about general snake care and for our international listeners i think (laughs) thank you very much anyway the internet is telling me that some good starter pythons in australia are the Stimson's python the carpet python the southwest carpet python the children's python and the woman python which is also known as ramsey's python and sand python thank you again for listening to this episode um please subscribe on whatever app you're using and join me on the Facebook group. Talk to you next week.